Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark. We're in the 10th chapter, getting close to the end of it, but not quite there yet. Some of these chapters are pretty long, are they not? So we're going to start with verse 32, where we left off in the previous episode. It says this, they were on the road again. They didn't sing it like that, a Willie Nelson song, but they're on the road again. Well, who's on the road? Well, Jesus is. Uh, and the uh, apostles, the disciples, the 12, and other disciples that would be with them. Uh, Matthew says that it's the 12, okay? And Luke says the 12. And we're about to see that Mark does too because he does something. So they're on the road, and they're going up to Jerusalem. So Jesus, uh, John speaks of this, how Jesus set his face toward Jerusalem. And uh, the Gospels will say that he's going up to Jerusalem. All three of them do that. <coughs> and, and it's actually a geographical kind of thing because Jerusalem was at a higher elevation than where they were. So they're headed there. So verse 32 again. They were on the road going up to Jerusalem. And Jesus was walking on ahead of them. And they were amazed. And those who followed were fearful. And again, he took the twelve aside and began to tell them what was going to happen. So let me just stop there in the middle of the sentence. That whole first verse right there is a, a long thing, isn't it? So they, they're headed toward Jerusalem. Jesus is walking ahead, okay? And so you see a picture of him leading, okay, walking ahead leading. And so the 12 are a little behind, and it says that they were amazed, and those who followed were fearful, so uh, who's amazed and who's fearful? Are they two separate groups? Are they the same group? Is it the kind of thing that the uh, disciples, the 12, are amazed? And if these other disciples who are following, that they're fearful? Yeah, perhaps. There's times when you see the disciples uh, fearful somewhat. <laughs> Most of the time, the accounts you see of them, and we're going to see it in this episode, as a matter of fact, they're more clueless. It's like they're right there in the midst of everything that's going on with Jesus, and they don't see what's going on sometimes. You wonder about them, you know? Uh, we're going to say a little bit more about that maybe in a minute. Okay? And so anyway, he takes the 12 aside, and he starts to talk to them. Okay? So he separates the 12 away from everybody else, and he does this as a, as a pattern of behavior and as a habit. And here's what he says to them, verse 33, Jesus speaking. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes. And that word, uh, delivered, means will be betrayed. Will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles. So it's really important, let me just stop here for a moment, to pay attention to everything that Jesus is saying. So he's letting them know, we're going up to Jerusalem. And the Son of Man, that's what he called himself, and they knew this by now. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed. He's going to be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes. You know, it's sort of an interesting thought to keep there in our mind that Judas was hearing this. Okay, that Judas is hearing. He's there. He's with the 12. He's one of the 12. 
and he's hearing the Lord say this, that that he's going to be delivered and betrayed. And it's nearly like, is this where the idea came from? Okay. And it's actually even more than that, because we see that when Judas was uh, uh, initiated in the betrayal, that Satan had entered into him. That Satan had entered into Judas, and he went out and betrayed. He had arranged all this kind of stuff Judas had and Satan had. And it's like, did the Lord hear, I mean, well, when the Lord spoke, did Satan hear Jesus say this? And I wouldn't be surprised because, now hear me carefully here now. People get a little distracted over this thought, but it's true nonetheless. The bigger picture is this. Jesus was baiting, yes, baiting Satan into doing what he did. Jesus knew that he came to die. Jesus knew that he had to die on the cross. And we know from uh, 1 Corinthians, I think it is, maybe Galatians, but 1 Corinthians, that if the evil one had known what the outcome of the cross would have been, then he would never have killed Jesus in that way if he had known what it was. And that's the reason that Jesus is sort of evasive even when he's saying things here to his disciples. He's getting more forthright now because they're ahead of Jerusalem, and he's saying some things, and he's saying, I'm going to be scourged, and I'm going to be crucified, Okay. He actually tells them that according to the Gospel of Matthew. And so now Judas is sitting there hearing this. The enemy is going to wind up actually doing this and seizing this moment. And I'm thinking that, uh, oh, I know this is true. In the midst of all of it, God's orchestrating it. He knows. And that Jesus knows certain things, okay? So Jesus says it again. The Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him and spit on him and scourge him and kill him, and three days later he will rise again. So you see the chief priests and scribes, the Jewish leadership are involved with this, and the Gentiles are involved. Let me go over to Matthew, where I just mentioned a while ago in Matthew chapter 20. <clears throat> it says this in verse 18, Jesus speaking, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and scribes and they will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles to mock and scourge and crucify him. And on the third day, he will be raised up, will crucify him. And again, when you see that phrase on the third day, I know sometimes people get distracted by that, uh, the whole uh, mistiming of what we celebrate as the week of passion. Uh, keep in mind what Jesus himself said, that the Son of Man himself would be in the belly of the earth three days and three nights. So when you see this phrase on the third day, it literally means this after the completion of the third day. Okay. Now let's go over to Luke chapter 18. This is really important. Then Jesus took the 12 aside and said to them, so here's Jesus speaking, behold, we are going up to Jerusalem and all things which are written through the prophets about the son of man will be accomplished. So Luke gives us that insight that everything written through the prophets about the Son of Man is about to be accomplished. And so what that's in reference to is Jesus is coming the first time. So the, the things written in the prophets about him coming the second time, okay, are not accomplished. But the things about him coming the first time. Now, in one manner of speaking, they are accomplished because they're leading to the second time. But he's letting them know what is happening to me has been prophesied. 
And they were going to be able, they're going to be able to, after he's risen from the dead, to search these things out. But watch this, verse 32. For he, the Son of Man, will be handed over to the Gentiles and will be mocked and mistreated and spit upon. And after they'd scourged him, they will kill him. The third day he will rise again. Now listen to this, verse 34, out of Luke 18. But the disciples understood none of these things, and the meaning of this statement was hidden from them, and they did not comprehend the things that were said. Jesus is telling them the truth, but they didn't understand it. They didn't comprehend. Why? Because it was hidden from them at the moment. Okay, it was hidden from them. They would be able to look back and remember the words that he said and see what would happen. They would be able to understand when the Holy Spirit comes upon them to give them insight. Okay, So this is part of what the Most High God, Father, Son, and Spirit is doing in preparing not only these disciples, but the disciples that were yet to come, us, Okay, to prepare for an understanding of how to receive from the Word, how to receive from the Spirit. They had heard directly from the mouth of Jesus, but it was hidden from them. They didn't understand. They didn't comprehend. But the day would come when they would be empowered to do exactly that, to understand and to comprehend. Hey, we live in those days now. Do you understand? Do you comprehend? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.